Welcome to the GNC Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Gwynn, along with my co-host, Joe Cooper. Another week. That's right. Well, Joe, we are a bit behind again. I think that's just going to be par for the course. Right, right. <laughs> well, at least you got to spend some time with your family last weekend. I'm sure yeah. that was fun. Yeah, trapped in a <laughs> trapped in a condo. At least it wasn't a hotel room, so there were several different rooms to go, right. to, go to, but... Uh, no way, nowhere to go. Timbus had the van, so I was I was trapped like a rat <laughs> <laughs> with all your hooligans. <laughs> three Fun of the, stuff. Three of the four. Anyway. Well, right. I think it always be worse, right? It could. I mean, at least they had internet, so I could turn on Netflix, and they were that was something new for them. I hadn't had Netflix in a while. So. Right. Well, that's awesome. Did you have a good week? Yeah, managed. It was. Yeah, it's just one of those deals. It seems like everything under the sun. All the time. That right? can happen. Has happened, you know. Just this and this and that. But we had a good weekend. Casey got to go to the Women Enjoy thing too, you mm-hmm. know. Um, had the girls Friday night. They were five and her mom came and had them all day Saturday, so I got yard work and that kind of stuff oh, yeah. done. And then just loaded them up and came to church Sunday and then turns out I ran the sound so I didn't even have to deal with my kids <laughs> they sit, sit there without me so yeah, it's something different right, right? <laughs> but, you get to be the one looking down at them like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah no that was good so That's I good. don't have any complaints about it well um week two it's called greatness is your destiny oh yeah what was some of your thoughts on on just the video and and how how stuff stood out to you. I I thought it was pretty good on explaining that hey it's okay to be looking to be great. It's yeah. you don't have to try to It's not necessarily not, you know, sometimes I think we can confuse greatness with being full of pride. Right. And and that can happen. Mm-hmm. You know, you get to where you get to that point where it's like, well, I am you know, if you start to put yourself ahead of everybody, then yeah, your pride has gotten the best of you. But yeah, there's no no reason to be afraid of being great. I mean, Absolutely. God wanted us that way, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're a reflection of Him. So. It it almost seems like sometimes that gets looked down upon, like you said, because of the pride thing. Oh, yeah. Yet, um, it hit over and over about the uh, woman asking Jesus for her sons to be. Yes, yeah. you know, right yeah. and left hand, and he didn't scold her or anything no. like that. He said, "If they are willing to serve, then yeah, yeah. by yeah. all means." But was like, "No, right hand man, are you you crazy? <laughs> no, yeah. what do you yeah. think this is?" He wasn't trying to belittle him or anything yeah. like that. He, you know, he got it. I mean, right, and he knew what people expect you mm-hmm. know as a father you understand that you want greatness for your daughters right. you want the best for them and everything that they do and whatever's going to come their way so i mean jesus understood that too and god sent him to be great as well so <laughs> greatest there was the goat that's right <laughs> all right day one why were you born um let's see i'll just read this little heading here real quick stop what you're doing and go find a mirror you there yet now tell me what do you see Maybe the hair isn't quite as thick as it used to be. Perhaps you're a little more round in the middle than you once were. True story. Are you starting to show your age? Now do me another favor. Look again. This time look harder. Look deeper. Can you see it yet? There it is. Let me tell you what you're looking at. Greatness. 
tells us to read Psalms 8. What three words would you use to characterize the mood of the Psalms? I put uplifting, glorifying, and praiseworthy. Yeah. Joyful, grateful, inspired. Right. And then um, what is it about the man that made David praise God? That he gave him the rule over his works and all animals. Yep. Word, almost word for word. God <laughs> had him rule over all God had created. I mean, it's it's right there. Black right. And white. <laughs> Glad we're on the same page on that one. And <laughs> hope we're reading out the same, <laughs> same Bible. <book>. Right. <laughs> same Bible. <laughs> but, you know, those translations could be a little bit different. I was going to say, how is the new well, translation coming? Um, I like it. Um, I haven't been in it as much as I'd like to. But uh, the last two times, I've made myself use it instead of my phone. Oh, yeah. And I, I do like it because, you know, it took me a little bit to figure out where the passages <laughs> even was, you know, because it gives you so much insight on it. But, um, yeah, if most of the stuff, if you have a question, you know, you can read, yeah. you know, another six or seven different paragraphs on why it is what it is or just a better interpretation of it. So, yeah, the I'm, Life Application Bible, I mean... It's great, right? Being able to go down and just do the references mm-hmm. and to have a better understanding is so so helpful. Well, like I said, I, I just finally just put the phone down, and said I'm going to use it just to see what it's like, and I did it last night and then today. Oh yeah, and yeah, it's. I think it's going to help quite a bit. Good. I was I was telling Casey while I was uh, there before we left that if she has something that she's needing, she needs to look it up in that one. Oh yeah, you know, and, and see what. What if that helps her out in you? Because I, I think it'll be great. Yep. Okay. As a man, do you see yourself resembling this description in Psalmate? Why or why not? Um, my original answer was no. Not taking charge over my life and family the way I should. Um, I've kind of changed it to doing things my way instead of looking for God's will. Not seeking or not seeing the beauty and glory in all things. Pretty deep. <laughs> Sometimes I can get deep. Mine was more, I think, more surface because I put in watching over my family and home. I'm raising them to be respectful of God and His wishes, and taking care of what He has He has provided me with to show stewardship for Him. I'm, I'm not great at that, but right. I mean, it's something that we're working. It's always a, we're always a work in progress, no matter what. Yeah. Some of us in some areas, and others in others. <laughs> All right. Um, read Psalms 8, 4 through 8, again in several translations. In what different ways is verse 5 translated? I glance through there, and what I have down is gave dominion, and then rulers, and I'm not sure what I wrote right there. That's I, awesome. I got. Can't even read my handwriting. Let's <laughs> see. I have man. Mm-hmm. It says you made him a little lower than the heaven heavenly beings and a little lower than angels I guess that's how I was translated let's see I'll just pull up what Psalms 8 actually is on the NIV Psalms 8 (laughs) 4 through 8 is what is mankind that you are mindful of them, humans be, human beings that you care for them? You have made them a little lower than angels and crowned them with glory and honor. 
You made them rulers over the works of your hands. You put everything under their feet, all flocks and herds, and all animals of the wild, the birds in the sky and the fish in the sea, all that swim past of the seas. So yeah, I think we was right on right there. Um, what do you think it means to be made a little less than God? I could put things into uh, perspective. Right. I got to be able to experience all of God's power, but to be reliant on Him to give it to you. So, um, I guess what I was trying to get to was we are what God would have us to be, but we're still nothing without Him. Absolutely. I put that we are but infants that need our fathers. Guidance, he did not give us the power because we have no self-control. A child with candy. Yep. A teenager with a new car. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) There's that that study that said uh, they would put donuts or something in front of kids and see, say, if you don't eat it now, in one minute we'll come back and we'll give you two. Like ninety percent of kids all ate it. They couldn't. They couldn't handle not waiting because that instant gratification. Exactly. You got to have it right now. Mm -hmm. Why is it significant that glory and honor are given to every man, so that we know that we are something? We're here to honor God with our stewardship. We are made in His image, and it's our job to use that for God. Yep. God, these are characteristics God desires of Himself. And man was made in the image of God. He holds all the, all the glory and honor. Okay. What is your response to the fact that God has given you the honor of being a kingdom man? Check all that apply. Checked. It's awesome. Thank God values me that, that much. Mm-hmm. Um, I checked. I'm grateful God can use me to rule his kingdom. And I checked. I'm thankful being a kingdom man depends on God's grace and not my own abilities. I got those three. And I went ahead and checked other Because I said, I may not doubt God's desire to use my abilities. It's discovering what those abilities are that's tough. Right. Because obviously God can do whatever he wants to in whatever area he desires to work in. But it's me getting in the way and trying to figure out what he wants to do. We do that all the time. We we talked about that today before we came. That, you know, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Just because we don't take the time to sit back and ask God our plans and it goes all the way back to talking about the kids and the donuts they want the instant gratification that doesn't end at childhood it doesn't no. end when you're a teenager it, we no. get somewhat better at it in some aspects of yeah. life but not all of them no. we're complete work in progress all the time yep alright day two a man's dominion when God created man in his image he delegated to him the responsibility of caring for the man caring for and managing his creation in fact, God gave a mandate to a man when he created him in his image. They will rule. Genesis 1.26 Through this mandate, God assigned man to manage what he created. Read Psalms 24.1 The earth and everything in it, the world and its inhabitants, belong to the Lord. How does God's rule of the earth and everything it contains relate to his directive to man for man to rule? So... Relate to his directive for man to rule. Mm-hmm. But once again, that we're created in his image and his will is for us to rule for him. Stewardship. Mm-hmm. I got God rules over man as man tends to God's creations. 
God placed man above all creations, just as God is above man, and God wants man to turn to him for guidance as much as man tends his flock. Yep. All right. How do you feel most men? How do you think most men feel about the privilege of ruling? I put they love it and take advantage, of it, <laughs> but it quietly turns to worldly ways. Yeah. Yeah. I, in a sense, I got they take it for granted, and it's a sense of power. Mm-hmm. Let it get to our head instead mm-hmm. of thinking we wouldn't be in this position without without yeah. God. Yeah. How do you know? But <laughs> look at the world today. Yeah. Uh, history dictates that whatever that whoever rules has ultimate power. Mm-hmm. With that, the feeling of being powerful tends to get in the way of a relationship with God. Exactly. Uh, how often do you think about the dominion God has given you to manage to lead? I put sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You, you get busy and you and you forget that hey, we wouldn't be here doing this if it wasn't for Him. Yep. And we take the little things for granted and don't realize that we need to step back and pray. What was the the thing that um, Paul shared about um, if you're if you're too busy to be in his yeah. word and to pray, you're busier than God yeah, intended yeah, you to be. Yeah, and that struck home. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, describe a time when you felt the weight of your responsibility to rule. My original answer was the day my child was born. And then I put right now, I was reading this book. Yeah. Uh, I put becoming a father. When I became a husband, it didn't occur to me that I had so much to take care of as a man. Mm-hmm. And then once we started a family, the pressure provide, providing and taking care of more than just us was was pretty heavy. Yeah, I, I second all that. We got married and didn't think anything about it, but then as soon as she was pregnant and we were talking about it, it's like, okay, now it's time to man step up. up. Yeah. yeah. Your decisions directly affect the quality of life within the sphere of your dominion. Read Genesis 3, 16, 19. List the ways Adam's dominion was affected because of his choices to disobey God. Okay, I'll pull up Genesis 3, 16. You can go ahead and read yours. All right. Answers. Uh, my answer was Adam's wife was affected by painful childbirth. The ground was cursed. Uh, you had to toil to eat of it. Thorns and thistles grow. Uh, eat bread by the sweat of your brow, and you return to dust upon death. That's everything I got. And the scripture actually goes to the woman. He said, "I will make your pains in childbearing very severe. With painful labor, you will give birth to children. Your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you." To Adam, he said, "Because you l- listened to your wife and ate fruit from the tree about." which I commend you, you must not eat from it. Cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil, you'll eat food from it in all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistles for you, and you'll eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your brow, you'll eat your food until you return to the ground, since from it you were taken. For dust you are, and dust you will return. So that was pretty much the whole entire scripture was in. Telling us, hey... Y'all screwed up. Yep. Now reading Romans 8, 19 through 22, what were some other effects on Adam's dominion because of his choice to sin? I got that pulled up for okay. us. For the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. 
For the creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it in hope, that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the freedom and glory of the children of God. Uh, we know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. And my answer is bondage of decay and painful childbirth. Yeah, you got slavery to corruption. There you go. What effects do you see around you that have resulted from men's failure to lead? Broken families or government, fatherless children, <laughs> people's actions. They got broke, yeah, pretty much the same. Broken homes, fatherless children, violence in the streets, blameless children slash adults, uh, irresponsible, irresponsible people, and a broken nation. I also have owning or failures slash responsibilities. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody seems to own up anymore. No. It's everybody else's fault. It's mm-hmm. never your own. Well, right here in the book, <laughs> the very first thing, Adam said, she gave it to me. <laughs> it was her fault. <laughs> the woman you <laughs> gave me gave it to me. Yeah. yeah, not only did he place the blame on Eve, he, placed... he, went, up, he went a step further and blamed the Almighty. <laughs> no, thank you. I don't Ooh. know if I can. I don't know. If, no. <laughs> mm. Yeah. No wonder we have to sweat. Oh, jeez. Think about the sphere of influence God has given you. In what ways do you feel you're being faithful to carry out your responsibilities? Hardworking, leading family for church, positive attitude, healthy lifestyle, um, learning the Bible, studying, and praying, having faith. Yep. <laughs> no, I, the only thing I added was uh, I try to be present with the children. Right. So that they don't feel I should have put that one down because nah, I'm just right. as bad. In what ways do you feel you're failing to leave, lead effectively? To go back to that, the last thing I added, uh, there are many, thing, many times that I get lost in my cell phone or a video game or television or a movie or something that keeps me from being in the moment with my family. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're there all the time and they're never going to, you know, they learn from what you present. So there, I had not helping out around the house enough, not taking incentives, being quiet. And then I had added not following that nudge God gives you to go yeah. forth and do something, you yeah, know, whether that's, good. that's talking to somebody or you know you know what i'm talking about oh, yeah, just absolutely. that that nudge to, um yeah to say anything or mm-hmm. i mean and this one might probably get off on a second but it was something that i always feel like we're as christians we're so defeated you know we talk about it in uh wednesday night church about stepping out and going and i mean it seems like it's a word that we hear a lot in church and what Jesus asked of his disciples was to just go, mm-hmm. you know, spread my word and be my my voice, you right. know, and it just feels like, and I know it's not just me that feels this way, a lot of Christians probably do, that we're just defeated, that we can't even, you know, muster up the courage to go and talk to somebody, and we're afraid of what they're going to think of us or what the world's going to say or, you know. Day three, read Defining Greatness. Read Matthew twenty twenty eight. What did the mother of James and John ask Jesus for in this passage? Well, we talked about that earlier, mm-hmm. and that was for them to sit at the right and left of Jesus. Then write in your own words the way Jesus responded to this request. Um, 
I put that God's will must be done, not theirs. Yep. And they also must learn to serve just as Jesus has served us. Yeah, I got, I believe Jesus was trying to get them to understand that it wasn't his authority to give them leadership roles. And Jesus wanted them to be aware of what it meant to be in his position, but to also realize that God's will is what matters. Yep. If the request for greatness wasn't wrong, what was wrong with this request? I put it was something that they want that they wanted, and not something that God may have wanted mm-hmm. for them. I put they were wanting to be great in the way of the world, treated greatness not in the way that God treats greatness. Yeah, That's, yeah. And read God's promises to Abraham and David. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. Genesis twelve two. I have been with you wherever you have gone, and I have destroyed all your enemies before you. I will make a name for you like that of the greatest in the land. 2 Samuel 7, 9. Underline the common elements in both of these promises. I will, great, I have been with you, I have destroyed all your enemies, I will, greatest. You know, right there shows you that God has nothing wrong with us wanting to be great, as long as we're wanting to be great in His name for Him. You know, bring the glory to him, not to ourselves. Mm-hmm. God isn't opposed to greatness. In fact, the opposite is true. God is in favor of greatness. However, like James and John and their mom, men today have problems understanding what greatness truly is. How do you think the world defines greatness? I got the world. I have the world defines greatness by the success you have for yourself. Being the best at something and making the most money or earning the most accolades is what the world defines as being great. I have rich and famous, a following, and influence. How many Twitter followers you can get? Exactly. (laughs) Which of the following choices are you most likely to associate with greatness? I checked them all except for educational degrees, and I guess that's because I'm opposed to school. (laughs) See, I checked them all. I guess because it was, uh, I felt like the question was directed more towards what do you feel. Like, right. So I check, I checked them all except for possessions. Gotcha. I don't feel like possessions really make mm-hmm. who you are. But uh, the the options was power, wealth, position, educational degrees, possessions, talents, and abilities. And I almost didn't check educational degrees. Just <laughs> I almost didn't. But then I thought. I think a lot of wisdom and knowledge, so to me, if you're pretty smart, then you're pretty great. <laughs> right. And nothing against that, but there's lots of people who have lots of useless degrees way up there. <laughs> Can I if just you call guys, you out? If you, have a com- if you had a camera here right now, my hand shot up in the air. I just called Joe out and didn't even realize it. It's not necessarily useless. It's useless to me. <laughs> there are people out there that would benefit from the degree that I have, That's but funny. it is not this guy. That's funny. My bad, Joe. No, you're good. Hey, we got to be called out. That's what it is. This is what this Quit is all having about. useful, useless degrees, Joe. Go, go do something with it. All right. Um, read Matthew 5, 3 through 12. How is the message of the Beatitudes similar to Jesus' teaching about greatness in Matthew 20? Let's see. Have, you must fully obey God in order to be truly great and blessed. If you are truly trying to follow God, no matter the circumstances, you will be taken care of in the kingdom of God. Yeah. So basically, if you are humble and serve the Lord with gladness, you will receive great reward in heaven. Right. 
And that's, I'm pulling it up now. Let's see, 3 through 12. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of the righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you who... Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So in other words, that's basically as close to being, you know, Jesus-like as you can, is Mm -hmm. if you're getting called out for no wrongdoings, as long as you're trying to further the word. All right, day four. Greatness exercise. Greatness in the kingdom of God looks very different from greatness in the world. For a kingdom man, it's not about how high you can reach, but how many people you can serve. That's at the core of Jesus' teaching in Matthew 20. What's so funny about this, um, our book that we're doing uh, for the youth is all about serving right now. And so I was going over those days last night, and then I was double-checking this days, and so I was reading the exact same <laughs> scriptures in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, uh-huh. and then in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John <laughs> over and over. So I don't know if the Lord was trying to get something, trying you know, to keep you on pace. telling me I need to serve or what. <laughs> maybe he's like reaffirming that you're doing the right thing. Well, maybe. <laughs> okay. Read again Matthew twenty twenty five through 28. In what ways have you seen men dominate people? I put take advantage. Yeah. Okay, history tells us that the world has used power to free, or I'm sorry, to force lesser peoples into slavery, war, genocide, infant inside, taking property, claiming lands, and governing those into submission. So, Matthew 20, 25 through 28 is, Then the mother of Zebedee's sons came to Jesus with her son, and kneeling down, asked to favor him. What is it you want, he asked. She said, Grant that one of these two sons of mine may sit at your right and the other at your left in kingdom you don't know what you are asking jesus said to them can you drink the cup i am going to drink we can they answered jesus said to them you will indeed drink from my cup but to sit at my right or left is not for me to grant these places belong to those for whom they have been prepared by my father when the ten heard about this they were indigent with the two brothers jesus called them together and said You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Let's see. I guess that moves us on to the next question, doesn't it? (laughs) Have you ever felt tempted to dominate others? If so, in what sphere of influence? Well, there's always that temptation to try to get an extra dollar or something when, you know, the opportunity lies, but... I said I've always wanted to be a leader to help people become more than what they are, Mm -hmm. but my self-worth isn't high enough to make me feel like I can (laughs) dominate others. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, now, Joe. (laughs) <laughs> All right. A kingdom man exercises greatness in the kingdom from a position of service. Read John 13, 1 through 5, and 12 through 17. How do you think you would have 
respond if you'd been in the room that night. So I got the I got the verses here. Okay. It was just before Passover, oh, before the Passover festival. Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power, and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with a towel that was wrapped around him. When he had finished washing their feet, he put his clothes. He put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you should also you also should wash the, one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. Yeah, I put, I'd be confused and unworthy. Yeah. Uh, To him washing my feet, I think I would ask him not to. Right. And then to him saying we should do as he has, I would want to listen to my teacher and Lord. Mm Mm-hmm. How did Jesus' action in John 13 relate to his teaching in Matthew 20? Serve. Known as too big to serve, we are to serve no matter what. I got his actions display, display what it means to serve and to do God's will over your own. Jesus' disciples knew that he was a great man, and seeing him humbly serving them illustrated his desire for them to be great also. Absolutely. Read that little excerpt. All right, jumps over to, uh, in what ways are you currently serving others in the following areas? Marriage, parenting, job, and church. So in what ways are you currently serving others in marriage? I can go ahead and tell you that my job is the first two. There you go. That, that's true. <laughs> so I can clear that answers itself. Mm-hmm. Marriage, i got to provide my wife with a, form, with a warm home that's clean and relaxing, cook dinner regularly, regularly, and do housework and teaching and parenting teaching my children the importance of hard work and the rewards that follow teaching them discipline respect and how to present themselves mm-hmm. in marriage I put help around the house more um, at times I do good at that and other times it doesn't yeah. but with her well you know how a nurse's schedule is oh yeah you know <laughs> by the time they're done working I don't care if it is three days a week or not it's, yeah. it's they're, they're swamped yeah. yeah being on their feet that long yep um then um, kids, I do take the kids to the babysitter and pick them up most time. But right. she also helps me out with that just when we get swamped. Um, parent, parenting, um, we do a pretty good job of taking turns with the sick kids, yeah. trying to keep each other sane. We definitely <laughs> dealt with that last week. Sadie was up for, I think, four nights in a row. And I did one night, or we both kind of did the first night, and then I did the, or she did the next night or something. No, she was gone. I did that night by myself. She was at work. And then she did the next night upstairs with them. So then, um, job, uh, trying to teach responsibility and give lots of my time for free. Yeah. That's rough. Right. Um, church, 
um, teaching, helping when it's needed, this podcast. Yeah. You know, we're we're trying on that end, I can tell. Yeah, I got a, uh, for church, sound guy, hey. <laughs> Unofficial, but that's me. And right. then help in the kitchen. Um, mostly it's take the trash out. Mr. I'm, Chef. I know those, you know, those women, they do a good job. Yes, um, uh, we they go above and beyond all the time absolutely and they don't feel i i'd almost guarantee that they don't feel the 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 appreciation that they deserve that's for sure all right jesus didn't stop at washing feet though he was god he did not consider equality with god as something to be used for his own advantage instead he emptied himself by assuming the form of a slave taking on the likeness of men and when he had become a man in his external form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even to death on the cross. Philippians 2, 6-8 What is one practical practical way you can serve in the following areas that you aren't currently doing? Marriage. I put more house chores, laundry, floors, bathrooms. <laughs> you know, I, I tend to do the dishes and stuff like that, but there's a lot more than just well, doing dishes. Gets older, I'm I can't wait. <laughs> slave labor. That's right. Free, free, free slave labor. Oh, well, can't wait. Man, I got to be more comforting, warmer, and less selfish. Easy to get wrapped up in ourselves. Uh, and parenting, I got to help them with life and to listen more. Mm-hmm. Listen to them more, right. not just them. Listen. Yes, please, for the love of Pete, would you <laughs> listen to me when I'm asking you to do something? Oh. But, yeah, I need to... It's a two-way street. I need to listen to their needs, too. Absolutely. I'm, I'm right there with you on all that. Um, I put um, present more often. Um, bath, clothes. I hate picking out their clothes in the morning. <laughs> and Remy, I mean, you know Remy. If it's not cute enough, we can't wear it. You know, and right. that just drives me nuts in the morning. I don't know if you've seen what Nova was wearing today. You just let her go? <laughs> yeah. Nova is the one that it's just like... There are worse things to, in the world to fight over than what you're going to wear. And so sometimes it's just like, you know what? You want to wear the rainbow or mm-hmm. colored uh, leggings with a yellow dress? Go you're, for it. Go for it, Big Bird. And it's all you. <laughs> but she's the, to say that, you know, you're talking about Remy saying, if it's not cute enough, she's not going to wear it. Nova does not like jeans. If they are not skin tight. Well, Remy won't wear jeans because they are too tight. So, yeah. So, yeah. Nova either has to wear shorts or uh, That's funny. leggings or whatever. But, yeah. No jeans. A job I just put, do a better leading, teaching, and then church. Volunteer. You know, uh, we was talking there a couple weeks ago, I think, that if everyone just volunteered 30 minutes yeah. a week, yeah, you know how much more stuff we could have done here and everything like that and for the church I got to be available to help more and listen to what God would have me do in the church absolutely um, day 5 accessing your authority read Ephesians 1 3 praise the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessings in the heavens what kinds of spiritual blessings has God already blessed every believer with every spiritual blessing <laughs> we have it all we just have to access it and use it yeah Read Exodus 7, 1 through 2. The Lord answers Moses, See, I have made you like God to Pharaoh, and Aaron your brother will be your prophet. You must say whatever I command you, then Aaron your brother must declare it to Pharaoh, so that he will let the Israelites go from this land. In what sense do you think Moses was to be like God to Pharaoh? 
Thank God he was equipped to do the will of God. Mm. But he could do all things that need to be done to Pharaoh through God, giving him the power he needed. What kinds of questions or doubts do you have about leading in the domain where God has placed you? Authority, knowledge, feeling inadequate for the job, and, you know, in your in your own head that's how you feel your self doubt is just for me it's you can be overwhelming sometimes almost like you're drowning yeah you know you're just in too deep and and there's just no you don't see a light but there there is you just gotta quit focusing so much on you and the problems and Mm -hmm. start focusing on God I mean that's why he was walking on water and you know Peter looked down as soon as he looked down he was gone but to think that he actually had an enough faith there to initially just walk out to him it's awesome yeah absolutely I would like to think that I could but then again I probably wouldn't have got out of the boat I would have been white knuckling it (laughs) I can't swim Lord I cannot (laughs) swim is this a puddle or is this over my head (laughs) right when God sends a man into the domain he's declared for him to rule he empowers him to do just that because God had provided what Moses needed to accomplish the task what was left for Moses to do? I just put go and do God's will. That was all. He, he equipped him completely and said, hey, go just do this. Do, yeah. do as I say. Just do it. Stay in my will. Mm-hmm. I have given you the ability. Absolutely. I am here with you. Go is what we were talking about at the beginning of this. Just go and do. Mm-hmm. That Sometimes that's all you need to do. As long as you're praying and you feel like you're in God's will. Go and do it, and he will, you know, show you if that's the way you should be headed. Yeah, keep him at the forefront so that you you stay in his will 100%. Because the moment that you start putting yourself above or in front of what you think God is having you to do, that's when it starts to spin out of control. And it's not yours anymore. (laughs) No. Well, Joe, that's week two. Yeah. So and we've only got what two weeks till the movie, right? Right, two weeks to the movie, so we're we're behind on that, but we'll life happens. Um, I'm excited for the movie. Um, looks like we got a few signed up on there. Yeah. Um, so excited for that. Um, looking forward to seeing where next week leads me, since it's lining up with the <laughs> the book for the awesome. for the youth right now. It's pretty cool. Um, but um, I guess we're just. That's it for today. Um, give us a, a like or a follow. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, Google, Google Play, yep. everywhere. Everywhere. Give us a listen. Give us some feedback. If you guys are having an issue with the, the uh, Bible study or whatever, having a difficult time in anything, really. If you think that we could help, if we could offer a prayer, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, yeah, we're here for that. Give us some prayer requests or something that we can, you know, just be praying with you guys for then exactly feel free to let us know one way or another obviously we're not like the authority of prayer but no, I mean but any, it never hurts I and firsthand know that it never hurts to have someone else praying for you doesn't matter if you prayers, know them or not that's right having all the prayers you know being sent to God as possible that's good so absolutely so and don't be afraid to just give us some feedback good or bad we can take it yeah. we're men <laughs> kingdom man baby that's right alright well Till next week. Yep.